but they they say that it's a unique <laughs> a unique smell that like you can't replicate and that you would know like you would just like you breathe it in and you're like fuck there's I'm sleeping on top of a dead hooker man Hey this is Aaron and this is Scott and this is the Work is Not Safe podcast where we explore your not safe for work work stories and am I the asshole ethical dilemmas enjoy the show All right how do you want to get started today I was thinking about this at work while thinking about all the dirty things that I think about at work too. Oh God. And, um, and I thought that it would be great to have a conversation with the sales guys at a company first, as that is usually for the inaugural episode, that's going to be probably the dirtiest and most illegal stories that we can tell on this podcast. And that's yeah, just I, I love our salespeople, but um Yeah, they get into some shit. I'm in sales myself. I'm not gonna incriminate myself on this podcast, but it's fucked up some of the shit that happens. Actually, before we start, there's a story uh when I was a sales rep before where we one time and this is not like really that bad, but we sent a pizza to a guy with a notary at <laughs> And then the notary was disguised as the pizza delivery person to get him to sign a contract. One of the more less dirty things, I guess, in sales. That's that's kind of deceptive still, though. <laughs> hey, baby, it's sales. <laughs> I'm not the Wolf of Wall Street. I don't think that that's a real thing anymore in sales. I think that people just fucking pretend to have that persona, like hey. Grant Cardone and Gary Vaynerchuk. They hey, remember... Like, Coffee is for closers. Not even the same movie. Fucking <laughs> <dickhead>. <laughs> okay, so what we did this week was we wanted to collect stories uh, from sales reps uh, across the country. And the prompt was, what is the craziest, not safe for work story fitting for this podcast in your career as a salesperson? And I added a little bit of flair to it because I've had a really crappy week where I'm just like stuck in proposal land and stuck in legal land. And I wanted to break from that. So our first story uh, comes from a, 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 a sales rep. And his story is my boss had irritable bowel issue and blew his ass all over an elevator going up to the 50th floor at headquarters. It was so bad that there was a sort of hostage standoff scenario where the CEO had to talk him out and get him cleaned up. He was a large man and extremely braggadocious. Holy shit. What kind of sales guy uses braggadocious? And he only he only stayed another six months. I'll be honest with you. I think uh, I've... I've never had this happen in my adult life where I felt like I had to take a shit that bad that I was going to shit myself. And I've definitely never had that at work. I don't know if that's the same for you. I think it's a fat person problem. So it's a fat people. So I work from home. So I've definitely shit my pants while working from home. It's happened for sure. Right. Like who, who doesn't shart every once in a while? You, you, you sometimes you can't trust your own ass. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's, it's so much worse in like, business attire though like there's no you can't hide shit from khakis you're yeah it's just, 
And the smell too. There's not really like, at least if you're in the club, the lighting is low, but in an office, it's like fluorescent. Everyone knows. And and you're, you know, four feet away pre COVID, obviously four feet away from all of your, you know, coworkers and subordinates. I think if, if my boss shit his pants, I don't think I would ever take him seriously. At least if I knew about it. And it's a weird thing to think about because I think, I mean, we don't fact check here, but I would say that a fair amount of people I've met say that they've shit themselves. I've had calls where it's like, I, it's wet down there, (laughs) but I, but I know that it's not poop. I know it's just sweat from the fear of of holding in this shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, I I definitely can't say the same, but I'll be. You know, I I got to play devil's advocate for the guy. He did have irritable bowel syndrome. Like, come on, he had a he had a condition. You, you got to take that into consideration. Coffee is for closers and those who don't have irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he uh, he finished off his coffee. Hopefully, the elevator wasn't too slow, and that's why like he drank his coffee on the way into the office. And then you know, was it said, that he shit himself in the elevator? Oh yeah. Uh, he was, he blew, <laughs> he blew, <laughs> he, this is, uh, this is the technical, um, he blew his, <laughs> he blew his ass all over an elevator. So it wasn't the elevator. I can kind of understand that. I think that there are some, uh, kinematics and, um, changes to your body in an elevator. Is kinematics a word? No, I, it is. <laughs> I think it is. Um, but I think that there's some shit that happens in an elevator that makes you more susceptible to blowing your ass out and like you said like playing devil's advocate here the guy was probably pretty close to uh, like if you the the cards are stacked against you you're getting in an elevator you're going up to the 50th floor that's a lot of that's a lot of gravity that your colon is fighting you know what i mean yeah kinematics Concerned with the motion of objects without reference to the forces which cause the motion, a.k.a. shitting yourself. <laughs> that's legit. <laughs> hey, that's the right word. I didn't know that one. I'm not, I'm not smart enough for that. Neither am I, but sales, man. Fake <laughs> it till you make it. This is why I, I love sales stories because they, they're not meant to work in an office. Sales reps aren't. Uh, or, or in general, they're not meant to. You know, they're, it's like... I don't know. I don't have an analogy for it. Um, so the next one is uh, a real story. Uh, the the Hopefully the last one was real too. Uh, at least we <laughs> ask that they're, they're legit. Um, but there's no way to verify that because I don't think anybody would admit to shitting themselves. Uh, especially like that guy. I mean, was, I did. I guess that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've already got stuff working against you. All right, so... Uh, actually unbelievable to retell. Wow. This is years ago at a rowdy startup. The SDR uses his personal computer for work and it was plugged in and sharing his screen for a demo for his fellow SDRs. And he specifies there's one guy and one girl. As a demo goes on, there's just the sound of grunting and skin slapping. And then <laughs> somewhere. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, God, this was on a customer call. The customer and AE don't seem to notice on their side of the virtual meeting. On it goes. So the demo closes down and the rep shuts the window. 
right behind that window is an Omegle window that he had left open from the last night. And a, <laughs> I, and a guy had been beating off for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> the guy apparently thought that the three of them just sat there and watched him. The guy, <laughs> listen to this guy's excuse. The guy said, sorry, my wife's out of town. <laughs> I got lonely last night. Oh my god. First off, this is a is a very good reason why you should not as a business do bring your own device cuz this is the shit that happens when you don't lock down your goddamn systems. <laughs> you you worked at a company that was bring your own device. I remember I did. that. I worked at two startups that were bring bring your own device and it stupid. I it's think that so we, should, we should start a thread on uh, Reddit anti-work or whatever, where we can uh, drum up support for bring your own device, but just blare porn on all of your customer meetings. <laughs> I, I mean, I get it to a certain extent. You're into. Like, you know, hardware is expensive, but come on now. But that that poor SDR, it, it's one thing if you're like the AE uh, but you're the SDR. You're like now, kind of the low man on the totem pole. And how old is this guy? Like SDRs usually aren't that old. But he's like, oh, my life's out of town. <laughs> I, I have to add a, a FYI. So SDRs are the ones that set meetings for account executives usually. So it's sales development representative uh, to explain some of the acronyms here. And I got to be honest with you. I know that you were playing devil's advocate on the on the elevator shitter, but here is my thought with this: that SDR, you're saying, oh yeah, poor SDR, right? Usually SDR, you are low man on the totem pole, but that's even more reason to not be on, uh, you know, chat roulette or Omega. Well, that's what before. I'm saying. It's not a rookie mistake. Was this like a was this like a early in the morning meeting that he hadn't been on his laptop yet or whatever, and he's just like just <laughs> what, jumps right into the meeting, rolling out of bed, doesn't like realize there's a dude slapping his meat. What kind <laughs> the of whole time he's working? What I. And you know what? He was probably playing ignorant to that. He probably knew about it the whole time. It was just like, I mean, what kind of sociopath falls asleep with Omegle on? That's you're playing the like, lottery. Like, there. like an 18 year old dude that's horny. I, I don't know. But like, come on now. Also, if it's, I was his wife, I'd be pissed. But that's besides the point. I yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I think that like. So I think everyone has used Omegle or like a chat site. Um, in a, I mean, it, it's the age that we live in now, but I think about something like this and I'm like, when I was an SDR, even if it was my own device, actually on my computer now, not even as an SDR, I don't, I don't go on any of those sites. Uh, I mean, I, one, I'm married, but two, I, they're just, you're just asking for trouble. What what's the ratio to guys beating off to actually, you know, if you're a straight male to being able to see like titties or, you know, a hot chick on there, even uh, when you do see it, it it's even when well, you do most land of them on are a probably chick, bots. First off, if it is a chick, they're trying to fish you into giving your. <laughs> Which turns out it's just a guy beating off while his wife, <laughs> wife is away. <laughs> right, anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Props to that guy. That was probably, if he knew about it, the guy that was like, hey, I'm sorry. Um, 
I I was just lonely and my wife was away. If he knew that they were there watching him the entire time, which it sounds like he did, that was probably one crazy nut. Like, cause that that's why you go on those sites is if you're into that, like exhibitionism, I'm not admitting to anything here, but <laughs> sounds, sounds like you have a guilty conscience. It's, it's a little suspect, I guess that I mentioned it. Oh man. Oh man. A lot of these are based out of Las Vegas. And I think that that is, uh, you know, I thought the saying is what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Why are so many of them from Vegas? What's wrong with you people? Don't you know your own motto? Oh my God, dude, this one is fucked up. We're doing this one for sure. It starts. Buckle up, fellas. I love it. Oh yeah, put on the seatbelts. Here we go. I have many stories, many. Some that include my shenanigans, but I will tell this one as it is a banger. We do a trade show every year in Vegas. Oh, there you go. Vegas again. Mm -hmm. I have an industry friend who got his hotel room and all was good. After the first couple nights, the room started to get a smell to it that was rancid. He complained, and then they cleaned the room. The next day, the smell was worse. This happened two more times before they finally moved him to a new room and began to investigate. So a few days after the show, he gets a call and had to answer some questions. It turns out that the person staying in the room before him hired a hooker, killed her, and stuffed her under the mattress in the box frame. This... The smell was the hooker rotting away, and Buddy had been sleeping on top of her. You can't make this shit up. I love the comment underneath of this one. It says, here's your room key. I want the Breakfast link. Is from- <laughs> I want the link to the story of the guy getting caught. Like, prove it. That's absurd. I wonder, oh, oh, I, I, this one would be interesting to, uh, to look up. How many hookers are killed in Vegas per oh, year? It's, it has to be a ridiculously high number. And I feel like somebody decomposing has a unique smell. Everyone I've talked to that, you know, has smelled a dead body, which is not a lot of people, but, you know, there's there are some professions where it's part of the game. And then there's, you know, some weird people, I guess. But they they say that it's a unique, (laughs) a unique smell that like you can't replicate and that you would know, like you would just like you breathe it in. You're like, fuck, there's I'm sleeping on top of a dead hooker, man. At what point do you're like? <laughs> I just don't up. get this one been in the age of COVID. Like the person cleaning was like, I can't smell shit, man, and I haven't been able to smell shit for three days. And I made out with everyone at the bar last night. Oh Woo! my god, COVID. Ah, uh, that's that. I I just can't even fathom how that occurs. Uh, Why is this a funny? I guess it's not safe for work, but. He told it as though it was like really fun. I feel really bad for this dead hooker. And I yeah, don't really, really like the way that he described her. So Say dead did sex we get, worker. Did we get Deceased any update? But, but did we get any update on like what happened to this guy? Apparently he just had to. This is fucked, man. Apparently he just had to answer some questions. They're probably like, oh, yeah, you were just in town for that uh, hooker what? killing <laughs> hooker killing um, <laughs> conference. No, no, we're we're not worried about you being the killer. Uh, we're just, you know, we found a dead hooker under your mattress. I don't know. I think this guy's dodging a, dodging the fact that he killed a dead hook. I mean, wait, yeah, he killed a hooker mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, you're, how how they not pin this guy, this coworker, with that? 
how, I mean, I guess you could like review footage and stuff like that to figure out, oh yeah, this guy. I mean, the if, if it's like, oh, he just got the room that night and the hooker was dead for three days, but, but still, how are you not, how do you not go to the front desk and be like, dude, my Deceased room smells like death, <laughs> literally. Maybe, maybe he's just like that in the Vegas spirit. He was just like super fucked up, gets back to his room. He's like, why is that? I put air fresheners in the bathroom after I, man, I've been trying to control my IBS. I put air fresheners in the bathroom even after I shit and it still smells like shit in this room. <laughs> Hey, maybe it was the maybe this is the same guy with the irritable bowel syndrome. No, maybe it's the guy, same guy. He's just used to smelling bad shit. Whatever you do, don't put me on the fiftieth floor. I'll kill you, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh man, do we have time for one more story? There's a there's let's a good send one it. here. Let's send it. Okay, all right, let's get it here. Uh, oh man, I just lost my spot. Here we go. I worked as an inside sales rep with this older guy who was a veteran sales guy. Really sick and very funny. Oh, slick and very funny. Incredibly crude too, but he could pull it off. He called someone to follow up on a deal and the customer said that they were choosing to go in a different direction. They literally told this guy I worked with, well, they came in and they whined and dined me. And the old guy says, (laughs) I don't care if they whine you. I don't care if they dine you, and I don't care if they 69 you. Call me first next time. <laughs> Our calls yeah, were recorded. <laughs> it's, it keeps going. Our calls were recorded too. Management was really pissed, but they didn't fire him. You can do anything in sales, okay? You could kill a hooker in sales and get away with it. Apparently. This, this is Dude, that's... Uh, that is one I 100% believe because that is like these good old boys of sales. Like that's the shit that happens. That's yeah. amazing. I am going to use that tactfully with a coworker that I know will take it well. <laughs> Wine them, dine them, and 69 them. That's a rule of life. <laughs> this guy's like established rapport. What the fuck are you talking about? Get in there, wine them. Discovery call? Item and 69 him. He is right, though. If you, there are only a few people that I've 69 in my entire life, and it did change the dynamic of our relationship a lot. None of my clients, though. So maybe I'm missing Mm, something. I don't know, man. How do you get to President's Club? Hmm? Wine him, dine him, and 69 69 him. (laughs) Oh, man. That's. You know what's crazy? We've really run the gamut here. That slick guy, it, it, it seems like the personality type of sales is all generally the same. Like people go that go to Vegas, get fucked up, maybe sleep on a dead hooker, maybe shit their pants. <laughs> but when it's time to do work, these motherfuckers will say anything to get it. I guarantee you that client was probably their, their first call uh, after the competitor dropped the ball was probably to that guy. And he was like, hey. I'm ready to do business with you as long as we don't 69. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, oh, shit. So good stories. That last one's a, a banger. I, I really want to use that with somebody. 
But on on to our next topic. That was like a bonus segment. Yeah, yeah I know. I gave you an extra one. So um, <laughs> am I the asshole? Ready for uh, this? Yeah. Here's a story from a from a friend of ours. No names involved. I'm a strategic account executive for a new AI product. I and like I am this brand guy. new to the company. Less than a year. I have a boss that I am really not sure why the company hired. He is some swinging dick out of Hollywood <laughs> that has a bunch of connections, and I guess maybe that will net him a sale in the future. Technically, he is my director, but the last time this guy sold anything was probably pinstriping or cocaine in the back of a bar in the 80s. So This guy's, this guy's from the city, whoever the... <laughs> <laughs> Day one. He asked what a CRM was after being told that he should be logging all meetings and correspondence in Salesforce. This will become important later. There's a note in here. So we were originally selling together, but I asked our senior vice president to separate us because this guy would get on demos and literally talk about his life story for 30 minutes and then wonder why there were no follow-up meetings. We met with one of his Hollywood connections a few months ago. And he actually let me run the demo. The meeting ran long because he wouldn't shut the fuck up. But I managed to get next steps. That was his engagement and effort with the opportunity. Fast forward to the second meeting. I started the contracting process, got through their legal team, and all the way to signatures. I put everything in Salesforce under both of our names and then sent the contract for signature the day before my vacation. I let him know. And let our senior vice president know that this deal was out for signature. I went to Oktoberfest and got properly blasted. What a great way. <laughs> yeah. In keeping true to sales, right? Yeah. Yeah. We like same. We're staying on the same uh, uh, topic. You know, it's definitely not here. Yeah. yeah. Which felt great. I actually forgot about sales for 0.02 seconds. I come home and the signatures came back. The client was waiting for a kickoff call, so I coordinated that with the CSMs, customer service managers. So my manager was MIA for this opportunity, and sales operations removed him as such because they audit the client communications to make sure that the opportunity team is fairly represented. This prompted my manager to call me up and start a slugfest of insults calling me a liar telling me he can't trust me and saying that I showed my lack of character and it was an asshole move. I tried to be reasonable with him until he brought up my military service, saying, I would have thought since you were in the military, you would be an honest person. Really let them down, huh, man? Damn. Yeah, as somebody who was in the military as well, I would have been fucking furious. I would have snapped. <laughs> we we both were, yeah. Like likewise, I I in the military as well. I think is something that if you bring that up, like it's like, hey, it's okay to make fun of each other. Services like if you're in the navy or the army or yeah. whatever, you can bullshit. But the second somebody else is like, the navy's gay or whatever, like whatever the fuck they say, then it's like. Game on. I wasn't in the Navy, by the way, but neither was I. But uh, yeah, no, there's gay. definitely that like sibling <laughs> sibling rivalry with the services that you can get away with 
bickering between the siblings, but as soon as you know the bully from down the street says something about it, that you get gang that that bully's going to get ganged up on. Um, all right, let let's wrap this up. Oh, good. And I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> I took a hard stance and said that if he wanted to get credit for the opportunity, he should have helped close the opportunity. He's convinced that because he's known this guy for years, that it's his deal. I have to wonder, am I the asshole here? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> if this dude, if this dude gave you the introduction and then like peace the fuck out, it doesn't matter like fuck that guy especially if he wants to bring up like military service be like "Eh, i would have expected you to like no you wouldn't you expected me to give you credit for something you didn't do that is definitely not how the military works this guy's in hollywood too right like what the like all right it's one thing if you don't know how to do something it's one thing but if you're old and you don't know how to do something and you don't try to learn how to do it, you're a fucking waste of space. Sorry, Grandma. Learn how to use an iPhone. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. It has nothing to do with even just being old. There's there's plenty of younger, non-technical people that will do the same shit. Um, I I don't understand the whole idea of like the relationship dynamic where if you meet somebody... Because I've had this happen to me too, believe it or not. Um, where it's like I you think if you've been in sales like, ever, you've had somebody try to pull a deal out from underneath you. Yeah, like it happens all the time. But then to go on the defense or go on the offensive and say like, "Hey, you totally stole that deal from me that I did no work." <laughs> for. I think that OP, the guy that write it wrote in. I think you should. Like, it's one thing. First, you're not the asshole. I think that that's the verdict. Normally, I try to take the devil's advocate stance on this and be like, eh, I don't know, man, you sounded like an asshole. But there was no part of that where you were an asshole. Um, or no I mean, part he, of it he, where you... OP didn't fucking pull him off the opportunity. Sales operations did. Like, that's a, that's a like an auditing... Like, an audit is what pulled him off of it. How are you going to get mad at the... At the um, you know, the AE or the rep for for something that they didn't even do. Like, it's ridiculous. I think you're way too nice to old people. <laughs> Maybe I am. Maybe it's because I'm getting old. I don't know. I, I, I just think that, like, in these types of situations, if you had this come up and you are a younger sales rep and you have a manager that comes in and tries to take credit for your work, this is the point where like you have to, you can do two things like malicious compliance. So just I love do malicious everything. compliance. I know I use, it all the, I use it all the time. You can well, actually you have three things you can do malicious compliance. The second one is that you can just literally document every fucking thing, which you should be doing anyway. You should document everything. And it oh, sounds yeah. like you already were like you're, you're in the CRM. You're the one sending the signatures. You're the one going Oktoberfest getting fucked up, but you have it set so that people are monitoring the account. I think that's the right move. I think the last thing that you should do is give this <laughs> give this guy laxatives and tell him to go up to the fiftieth floor. <laughs> yeah, have him shit his brains out. That's you can't recover from that, no yeah. matter how uh, what was the word used like bodacious, right? Bra- braggadocious. <laughs> no matter how braggadocious you are. 
once you shit yourself, you're gone six months or less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no recovering, no recovering from that, that level of embarrassment. In all honesty, in that situation, um, you also want to be sensitive to the fact that the company brought him in because of his connections. So they probably saw some value in him, uh, but know that you have the upper hand there. So as long be, as you manage that relationship and yeah, yeah, definitely he's, he's, answer. He's but but I'd be interested to know, like, what was this guy closing anything? So I, you know, we don't have that information, but it would be it'd be a good follow up. Let us know. <laughs> and is he still there? <laughs> I was, he's gonna write it next week be like yeah he's gone <laughs> the, the tech layoffs of the last week that actually no knowing the way that tech companies have been hiring over the last couple of years they probably kept that guy and got rid of the guy that actually closed the deal <laughs> <laughs> like, i don't yeah. know what's going on <laughs> hitting our number sales need to sell more Oh my Stop god! Sleeping on here's le- here's less leads. Here's less leads. Close more. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like I need to do a better job of mind control. <laughs> you should be able to sell anything, or you're not good at sales. Listen, can't polish a turd. Yeah, and that guy sounds like an absolute turd. <laughs> Oh, he's, he'll find his way. If he gets laid off from that company, he'll be slinging cocaine in Hollywood or, you know, <laughs> buying, uh, what's the, um, the, uh, NFT thing that's going down right now. Literally any of them. All NFTs are worthless. No, uh, oh, the crypto bros are about to come after me. They, but they don't know. They don't know how much Bitcoin I have, unfortunately. I literally have a room in my house that's on fire because of my Bitcoin. (laughs) Yeah. If you have a not safe for work story from work, reach out to us at stories at workisnotsafe.com. Want to know if you're the asshole? Send your ethical dilemma to AITA at workisnotsafe.com or slide into our DMs on social, or you can use the form on our website, workisnotsafe.com. Hey, we'll see you at happy hour and fuck Monday.